You're listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Dr. Rani Bora and Liz Scott. In each 10-minute episode, Rani and Liz explore the powerful truth about resilience, resourcefulness, and psychological well-being. And the good news is that it's much more simple than you ever thought. Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Liz Scott and I'm a well-being coach. And my name is Rani. I'm a psychiatrist and a coach. And uh, Rani, we're sitting on a bench. There's a, a lane behind us, so you might hear the occasional car uh, go by. We've been out on another walk. We've really enjoyed our walks, haven't yes, we, over we the did. last few weeks. And um, this week we were drawn to explore this whole area of being tempted or drawn to help others almost before ourselves. Almost, or it looks easier. Like when someone comes to us with a problem, it's like, oh, it's quite easy to sort out your problem. Um, and we go into a fix-it kind of mode. Yeah, or it could be our roles, see? Because I'm in one of those roles where you know, the expectation is that I'm going to help other people with their problems. And also if you are a parent and you you know you have a child who is struggling and it seems like that's your role to help your child because they're struggling so we fall into these roles don't be anything okay it's it's up to me to fix the other person and help them out and uh, we seem to be pretty good at trying to help other people and and um and fix it for them so to speak and what came out of the um, training we did the other day Liz was someone was uh, reflecting on how we jumped into helping others and supporting them and listening to them and or offering them all sorts of um, lovely advice. But when it comes to us, like our personal stuff, we do really struggle. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. And this is why we wanted to have this conversation about why do we get so drawn into helping others and um, and we struggle struggle with, you know, the the mental problems we might have or you know any problems we might have yeah what do you think yeah yeah i i i I like i like this conversation because i can really see that there is um there is an it, it reminds me as well of um something i've heard which is um particularly when we talk about this understanding and and when we talk about this understanding um it's it's about really looking within seeing our own potential our own resilience within but when we if we try to jump in to help someone else before we've kind of got right back in touch with our own resilience and well-being my sense is that we are less helpful and let me let me see what you think about this but I think we're less helpful because when we actually uh, really settle into our own well-being when we listen from that grounded space to another human being um, but we're listening from our well-being we kind of we're hearing their stories or their problems from a different space anyway and so our temptation to fix others or try and stop other people's stories and we do it from a good place we want them to feel better it kind of looks different because it no longer looks like we need to fix other people because we can see something that they're missing which is that they're okay anyway 
And, and it becomes much more obvious to us that when we're in our well-being and we feel our well-being, is that we want to point out that well-being to the other person. So the temptation isn't to get caught up in stories. That's, that's how I'm hearing what we're, we're talking about here today. Mm. So that's, that's really interesting. And I'm uh, also wondering about people who are not, um, who say don't have any understanding of their own well-being, but they still feel drawn to helping others and actually might do a quite a you know, pretty good job of just giving, holding that space um, and, and just trying to be there for, for someone else and having no clue about their own resilience. But they, they're just doing it because it makes sense to, for them. And, and it's interesting what one of the participants said about why this was easier to help someone else and give them advice. Uh, she said, and correct me if I'm wrong, Liz, she said something around um, the use of the five senses. Like when we are trying to support someone else, we, we are, in, in a way, we are slightly detached. In, in, if, if it's your own family member, you might have a lot of attachment, but, you get, but still there is a bit of like detachment from their, invo in their story, their drama, because you are listening to them, you can almost like see them. They might be in front of you or you might be listening to them. So there is some activity going on and you are the observer. You're observing in a way. You're observing what's going on and you are maybe you sort of, uh, you might get pulled into their drama, but also equally you might be able to say that's not my stuff, that's their stuff. And then you're just listening to them. When it comes to us and our stuff, because we are in the drama, uh, and we are really into the drum, uh, drama, and we don't know it's a drama. Or it's, you know, it's, it's, it's harder for us to see any way, um, any way around it, and we get really, really very caught up. Uh, and I thought that's a really interesting one. And I guess in, in, in life, anything that we have an attachment to, we really struggle mm. because then we, it feels like this is the truth and this is the reality. This, and, and we fail to see that this is our only our perception of reality. And, and it, it, it is in, in this conversation we are having, uh, I guess it's about when we, the two things, isn't it? One, one is when we, don't pay too much significance to the drama in a way sort of we naturally fall back into the safe space uh, into that space that we are talking about and then when we see it for ourselves then we are also able to hold the space in such a way that we know that we can we don't have to do anything specific to help the other person and, and, and when we when we allow that space for the other person they see something for themselves so I guess that's there too isn't mm. it yes and, I, and I, I really hear what you're saying there or what I'm, I'm I'm kind of getting a sense of as you're speaking is that you know when when we're in our own stuff it really does look and feel real it, it really it, it it has that whole it can be really feel debilitating and oppressive and 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 compelling that we need to do something and and fix ourselves um and and i suppose when we as you were saying there when you see it in somebody else or they're going through something there's a little bit more of a, a space or detachment mm. from them so the temptation can be to to really get in there and and support them and I guess the thing that I, I find most useful in all of this is, and I'll just tell you how it is for me, is that when I get into um, 
my own personal dramas and they happen every day <laughs> seriously they happen every day mine too yes yeah. um but 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 i i'm i'm much more mindful now that my 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 feelings of uh, often frustration or anger I often feel a bit of a martyr or a victim. That's that's one I know I, I know very well for me. Is that I kind of know now that it's not going to be really helpful to get lost in trying to fix the story. Um, so when you talk about that space, falling into that space, for me, when I when I start to 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 notice these feelings of irritation arise in me, I seem to be much more much quicker these days in in going oh hang on a sec the answer doesn't lie in me fixing my story or me fixing this other person or me me helping this other person fix their story um this this feeling that i'm getting of of anxiety or frustration or annoyance is just letting me know right at the moment i'm i'm just out of sync out of alignment um with this this deeper intelligence this deeper sense of who we are so that's how i'm seeing it for myself at the moment and i'm finding that really helpful yeah and and what i'm also seeing uh, liz is that any drama we might have any stories we might have are constantly moving they're dynamic the stories keep changing and you you know something happens and then you might tell your husband one story and then the next time you tell a friend the story or the, your husband the same story it seems to change have you have noticed that the way we say the story seems to change the the, the event has happened and you know that it, it was what it was but the, our way of describing it and going through it keep, seems to keep changing so what has really helped me when i'm uh, either jumping on to help other people or, or sort of um, feeling sorry for myself is just knowing the dramas or stories or you know our our um, experience of life constantly changes and evolves and, and 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 that's really good to know because we might feel that it's up to us to keep the story moving or for us to help other people so that they can move and all we need to see is that in any experience we have will be changing and we will have the next experience and then naturally people will move on yeah and and i you know what I'm I'm feeling right this moment or thinking is, oh, wow, I love what we're talking about here, about the stories and the way they sort of shift and change in intensity and how dramas kind of rise up and then sort of fall back again, a bit like waves coming up and then falling back. I wonder if we could spend a bit more time on talking about stories in our, in our next podcast next week. Yeah, that'll be lovely. You've been listening to The Wellbeing Podcast with Liz Scott and Dr. Rani Bora. Check out coachingconnect.co.uk and ranibora.com for information, articles and ideas about wellbeing. being